Whether it's talk about the state of hockey. Just conversing about the world of professional wrestling. Oh my god! Trip, you know what? You just made the list! Oh no! Oh, here we go. Or other pop culture phenomenon. Rob and Dave give you, the listener, their uncensored opinions on the High Sticks and Super Kicks Podcast. The first period starts right now. Clobbering time. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Welcome, one and all, to episode 30. 30. 30. I remember my 30th birthday. Do you? I do. Well, congratulations. Yep. Do you remember your 30th podcast? You will after tonight, pal. Hey, two days from now will be number 40. Yeah. <laughs> Old fuck. Old fuck. <laughs> Good thing I was bald when I was younger. Oh, yeah, t- yeah, time to get used to it. Huh? I don't have to fight. I didn't have to fight it. <laughs> <laughs> fight David, fight, huh? <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's your time. Welcome to the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. Your home for the perfect blend of hockey and professional wrestling with your pals, Bobby and Dave. The longest episodic show about Fuck wrestling yeah. and hockey. Fuck yeah. Combined. Combined? Combined. Combined. <clears throat> well, before we get into the shits and giggles of this, thank you to new followers on social media. They're starting to tweet us and tell us about stuff and yeah. call us a weird crossover podcast. We are. <laughs> Where else can you find this stuff? On the semi-weekly. Yeah. Stay tuned for our next podcast where we talk about religion and Taco Bell. <laughs> See how we can put those two together. Religion and Taco Bell. <laughs> I think that might be on the B side of a... <laughs> And Zach Boychuk follows us. Yeah, but he follows everybody. <laughs> <laughs> way, to, way to piss in our high sticks Cheerios. And then he dumped everybody and, and then he's refollowed fo- them again. That's okay. That's cool. Zach, yeah. I remember you playing back Some, in the Hurricanes. Somebody decided to put a t-shirt together with like Zach Boychuk follows us or some shit. Oh, it said like Zach Boychuk <laughs> follows me. Yay. Nope. Just joking. No, yay again. <laughs> That's cool. It is. Hey, you he know, was a high round draft pick too. Back in the day, when when people in general and doesn't care about sport or whatever can utilize social media in a certain way that gets a buzz going. Gets, you know, it. it I like that. Yep. Right. It's it's a good good thing to have. It's more gooder. More gooder. That's right. From oh. yesteryear. So you wanted to get this crap task. Oh. <clears throat> What was the Jets thing back in the day? It was uh, J E T S. Sucks, sucks, sucks. Just end the season. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, now we're getting. We're whittling it down to single digits now, are we? Close to it? I believe we're at nine now nine after now. Yeah. last night's. Uh... <clears throat> yeah. 
So when you last heard us, <clears throat> uh, since then we've played the Flames and we lost. Um, I'll, I'll tell you how many goals we scored. We scored four. That, that's a pretty damn good thing. Pretty good damn uh, amount of goals that we scored. We led 4-3 after two periods. Yep. I stayed up to watch this game. <clears throat> why? <laughs> In retrospect, Why? I don't know. I, but before, before everybody's saying, well, well, what happened? You don't know by now. <clears throat> they lost 9-4. They gave up six goals in the third period. Johnny Goudreau scored a touchdown <laughs> against the Devils in points. He had six points. Three and three. I just, I. Okay. He's good. He's a good player. And I, I can appreciate what Hines said at some point. He said, I guess I'm assuming somebody asked why did why didn't you pull Blackwood? He said because it's not his fault. Yeah, that's bullshit. I, yeah, see, like if I'm you, Blackwood, you, you that, watched the game. Yeah, was it? I, no, I mean, no, there were. I mean, I, mean, I think there was one goal that was really his fault. I don't know if it was that game. Yeah, or yeah, it was that game. Mm -hmm. The shot was going wide. He stuck his stick out to kind of like poke the puck. Into the, the corner, yeah, and it and went it, off his stick into the net. In. That's the only goal that was really his fault. But mm -hmm. as a coach, your guy's getting lit up. And I, I would say the only reason we didn't pull him mm -hmm. is because we were playing the next day. It was a back-to-back -back game, Your Honor. And you didn't want to put <laughs> Corey in, in right. Mm -hmm. And at that point, 8-4, what fucking difference does 9-4 make? It's not like this guy's yeah. up for rookie of the year. No. You know? Um, next night we played Edmonton. Vancouver. Ooh. Did you we? Have, yeah, you have Edmonton. It was Vancouver. Oh, it was? Oh, well. Vancouver. We won in a shootout. But yeah. but that was a fucking hell of a goal by Pedersen. Told you. he was. Gonna, I told you in the beginning of the year, he's going to be rookie of the year. And it's the, a, the balls, the balls of a, a player that young to try that move. And that's one of those moves where if you fuck up, you look like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. And he did it perfect. And we're not talking like he did it. Like when Peter Forsberg did it back in the Olympics in, I think, like 92, um, and he did it to Corey Hirsch. Corey Hirsch is like six foot. Like Blackwood's six foot five. <laughs> did you see the video online of him, a fucking dunking in a no. basketball? Yeah. No. Like he's a, he's a big dude. And the fact that Peterson was able to use his reach to get around a six foot five Good was Lord. nice. Good and then uh, I think Severson's the one who, who won it in, over, in won the. It. Yeah, and then we good for Sivo. Then we beat Edmonton. Um, I don't think that went to a shootout. I did stay up and watch that game because any chance you can get to watch McDavid. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we. Yeah, I totally missed Edmonton. Yep, we did. I told you we would only <clears throat> win what on this road trip two games, at best. Um, and what was it? The stat that came out after that game essentially that um, uh, Jesus, uh, you know, Connor McJesus is a. Uh, Ofer on goal scoring against the Devils in his career. Way to go. Way to bring it up. That means it's, he's scoring six the next time we means, play him next year. But it means it's almost like one of those things as to where, like when we played the Penguins, when Adam Larson was on our defense and he took on Crosby or Malkin and he shut them down and did nothing the rest of the time outside of. Yep. Hey, I'd love to have Adam Larson now. I would too. Who would you send to Edmonton for Adam Larson in a one for one? In a one for one? Uh, I think that guy probably go went to went to Dallas, but I'll tell you what I I'd give him Santini and what's his name, Micro. Here's two defensemen. We'll take one back. It's one less person we got to worry about. 
Yep. And two guys that are on a fringe, but we'll talk about that towards the end of the season. Um, yeah, so we went against uh, Edmonton. Um, we lost against Colorado 4 Did not watch this game. I was at a uh, St. Paddy's Day parade, annihilated. Yeah, you, yeah. Throwing up. <laughs> Throwing up. So, uh, a, a typical um, St. Paddy's Day for you. No, I usually throw up on Halloween. Why? I don't know. I went, I used to go, I went like four Halloweens in a row where I threw up. And then now good, it's good, St. Paddy's Good thing Day. the old ladies aren't putting raises in the apple that oh, you're, yeah. you're pounding. It's a old wives' tale. It's an urban myth, like the Holy Grail. <laughs> and, of course, we end up playing Washington last night. We lost 4-1. A game that we should have lost more. Yeah. But, but Blackwood They played. don't care. Well, no, Blackwood didn't even play good or bad. Washington just played with zero fucking life. It was the first, the second game in Ovechkin's 1,075-game career that he didn't have a shot attempt. Attempt? Yeah. So you tell me about a team that's that was just going through the motions, playing us, and still beat us four to one. I because I always remember watching on the uh, NBCSN telecast that they said like he only played like four or six minutes in that game and toward and at the end of first intermission he was talking to the coaches and they were joking like come on coach where do i play yeah it's i guess they played he, tampa tonight or something yeah, like that and that's, that's kind of big game yeah that's why hope didn't i'm surprised that ovechkin even played but look it's that's a team a we're supposed to lose to even if we had a full team that six zero at the beginning. That was just one of those like Stanley Cup hangover. You went, you won six zero. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, and then B, you know the fact that after Paul Mary went down, you look at guys that have had over a hundred games in the NHL on that roster, Devils roster. You have Zajac, you have Stafford, Stafford, probably Coleman is close mm-hmm. at this point. Green, Severson. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. Versus the Stanley Cup champions. So everybody else on that roster. Cor- Corey, sitting on the bench, Corey. Cor- yeah, that doesn't count. <clears throat> no? Okay. I'm trying to fluff it up here. So, I mean, what what are we supposed to do? I don't know, but according to Andy Green, he uh, mentioned uh, you're fighting for a job here at the end of the day. It's what comes what it comes down to. There's going to be changes made. So the question is, are you going to be part of the solution or part of the problem? That's a ballsy statement coming from a captain that there's going to be changes made. Like, has he sit down with with Shiro or is or is he just buying into the whole we have a boatload of picks? I think what he feels is that. Everybody other than our, I would guess, our top two lines mm-hmm. and a half, uh, healthy or not, there's a lot of openings. And yeah. these guys have to earn their spots if they want to stick here because uh, I believe that what's his, Fabian Zutterland is on his way mm-hmm. here. Uh, that Jesper Boquist, Boquist is- he's on his way here for the next for training camp. Uh, and uh, Jeremy Davies, who just won defensive, one of the defensive players of the uh, Hockey mm-hmm. East, he'll be on his way. So, I mean, and then add on top of that, whoever the fuck we draft, 
this year mm-hmm. with all of our picks. And then maybe even and we trades trade or, or, or free, free agents. Agent. Yeah. It's, I mean, I don't know what Andy Green's talking about. You're fighting for your job. Like, are you talking? Who are you talking about? <laughs> I, I don't know, because after Hall, Heischer, Palmieri, Wood and Zajac and Coleman. Right. That's six, who, that's six he's not going anywhere. No. He signed for what? Another year or year, two year. And Zajac signed for another two. So like. They're not going anywhere. Votman's in there for another year, I think. Yeah, I would yeah. get rid of him, too. I would go one for one with him for Larson. I got his jersey, man. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> yeah, but I have a Larson jersey, so I'll give okay. you that. <laughs> it's a good trade. One for one. <laughs> jersey for jersey. The fuck are we, NBA mm-hmm. players? Hey, I whipped your ass. Here, have my sweaty-ass jersey. Ugh. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't. Not to say the crease to crease segment is just going to be the this segment is doing the same thing that the team is doing. We got nine more games. We're just getting to that one episode where we just completely shit on the whole team for like an hour. Yep. <laughs> that, yeah. that's, it's not that's, shit. It's not gonna. No, no. no. Yeah, it's I not know. shit on. It's shit on the the current team, but have optimism towards the future team. And you know what? To be honest, you bring up a good point. Yes, we joke. We we we're, we've already wove the the white flag already. We did that in like December. <laughs> um, somebody since made that comment. Somebody made a thing, um, a, a question of uh, you know, hey, the Devils were eliminated from the playoffs. I quoted and I retweeted it, and I'm like, basically, this is like one of those like celebrities that just died, and you say, didn't they die already, like years ago? Like yeah. Abe Vigoda, they kept saying he was dead. <laughs> And he was alive. And he was alive. Now, like, oh yeah, we've eliminated for playoffs. No, we've been eliminated. This we've gone down, been eliminated. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You know, and it really sucks that you, they didn't have a control of their own destiny when they were eliminated. No, but <laughs> so what? Were we gonna go on a fucking streak the last ten games to lose? To, to lose <laughs> to what? To, to now get the 15th pick in the draft instead of no. maybe the first? No, thanks. No, no, no. I wanted to lose so we get mathematically eliminated. I didn't want to be off to be mathematically no. eliminated. Well, well, you could have just blinked three times and we would have been fucking... <laughs> Down 6 nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Who do we play next? I, uh, Boston? Boston. 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 Uh, yeah, watch us get smoked by fucking Brad Connor McGregor. Fucking Marshawn. We, we gotta. We, we we can talk about Marshawn a little bit after that. Get, can we? Since we're going to be getting to NHL news, I'll throw this in there. Did you see Conor McGregor? Warm- yeah. <laughs> and put him through the fucking net. <laughs> I'm looking at. Good that. luck. Good luck. Put him through the fucking net. <laughs> Sorry, Becky. Calm down. <laughs> but it's funny. It's like this badass Conor McGregor, MMA, and everything else, dropping a puck. Dude is looking up twelve stories at two NHL players. <laughs> I was like, that's a bad, either that's a really bad camera angle or, dude, you should have worn oh, like he's a tiny dude. He's a tiny dude. <laughs> but the big thing that everybody was talking about is, did you see when he walked into the locker room? He and, stepped on the B. The, the first fucking Justin are Bieber. You, are you going to tell him not to step on that? Don't fucking step on that. <laughs> now, somebody said, one, I think it was like Puck Super, one of those guys, were like, now, if someone told him before he walked in the locker room, like, don't step on the logo in front of the, uh, you know, in the middle of the locker room. And he's, okay. And then he fucking did it on purpose. Well, then he's a dick. Yes. But if okay. he, oh. he doesn't know any better, he's, he didn't, you know, again, he doesn't have any idea about hockey. 
There's no there's fucking like three rinks in Ireland. I know. I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> well first it was when just I was beer. running from the law, I was trying to figure out could I go can law. I go to Ireland and, and run a hockey school? But uh, it's from Justin Bieber to Conor McGregor stepping on it's I I don't. And they had the discussion. It was on on spit and chiclets that some teams with older guys follow those rules. Mm-hmm. But today, a lot of them. <clears throat> well, today, a lot of kids are don't. playing Fortnite. So, yeah, too busy. A, um, a, a side Fortnite story. Um, it came out in uh, Major League Baseball that a. a a player for the Philadelphia Phillies last year was so pissed off toward like the last two games or last week of the season because like the kids like they were getting blown out and the kids were just like laughing it up and chuckling and all that kind of shit and he found out that during the game those rookies were going into the into the locker room during the game playing a little bit of Fortnite so he went in there after the game took his baseball bat and beat the shit out good. of the TV <laughs> good <laughs> ah, fuck I, I had a rule I mean that. While I'm in the locker room talking, even if I'm just sitting there, mm-hmm. you know, before practice or before a game or whatever, I don't want to see your phone. Like, don't have your phone out. Mm-hmm. After the game, after I'm done talking and, you know, you guys, they're going in the shower and getting undressed. Do you want to check your phone and stuff? That's fine. But focus on what's at hand. Unless you you have your fucking headphones in and you're looking at your phone to, like, change your song or whatever. I didn't want to see your phone. If that's the way you get dialed in, then cool but i'm trying to give a fucking pump up speech or some sort of play or what we're doing wrong and you're looking at your phone Ugh, might as well take that phone on the bench and sit down and you're gonna be there wow thank thanks coach turn this way because i just yep. feel like i yelled about the father <laughs> i went over four with four strikeouts sorry dad why don't you love me <laughs> Stay, stay tuned for a future podcast about disappointing your dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> NHL news. Mr. Ovechkin, two goals away from 50. Good. That's the guy we thought was going to be hung over all year. <laughs> God, that fucking liver's making it through the season like it's no, no problem at all. It's the Russian gas. From his ass? No, the Russian gas oh. as in, like, some juice the, that he takes. Fucking or, vodka. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up on vodka. I didn't know water was clear too till seven years old. I taste this water. I go, where? where does? Where, why does it not burn? <laughs> this sticks. I love your impressions. The <laughs> lightning <laughs> clinched the president's trophy. It was like the lightning pr- clinched the president's trophy in like September. <laughs> like, do them. do teams really clinch it this early? Like, I mean, oh uh, yeah, there have been. I think they said. The Capitals and Detroit are the two teams that may have clinched the playoff spot sooner mm-hmm. than them. But oh. I think the real question is who gets more points, the Tampa Bay Lightning as a team or Kucherov as an individual? <laughs> when is he at? Like, literally at a point a game, I right? think he's somewhere around 118 right now for Maybe, points. Yeah, 83 points or 83 games, something like that. These, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the San Jose Sharks clinch the playoff spot. So That's the, my go-to in the West. The morgue has won. I, I I want San Jose in the West. In the finals? Which means they'll probably get eliminated in the first round now. Mm. But I want San Jose. San Jose is... Do you think Pete DeBoer deserves another one? Or? No, I, would, I just want Joe Thornton to be this year's Ovechkin. 
Okay. That guy's put in so much work. You know, like, he's one of the best players that ever played a game. I don't want him to have that fucking tattoo of the greatest Dan Marino-like player in hockey, you know? Like, I'd hate that. And I don't want to see him get traded, like, (laughs) next year at the end of the year to go to Washington and then fucking win it there, like... Yeah, he signed with San Jose. Get him a cup in San Jose. Yeah, you don't want the Ray Bork scenario, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean, at least Bork, he played the end of one season, but then he played the entire next season. So we won in two thousand. He was on Colorado in two thousand. They didn't make it. Uh, they lost to Dallas. Mm-hmm. But he and, won it the next year. And then he won it the next year. I'm fine with that. But okay. I just don't want. I don't think Jordan. Uh, Jordan, Joe Thornton has enough in his tank to go another whole season. You end up being like one of those like uh, free agents that signed towards the end of the year. You, you put in, you give me a good three months and we'll get to the cup. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope I don't want him to be like that. Like Yager just fucking bouncing around. <laughs> how, how many more teams does it take for Yager to play with all 30, 33? <laughs> There's a lot. He's going to play. He's going to play with uh, Seattle too, right? He didn't First play drafted. Yeah. He didn't play in the West a lot. I mean, other than Calgary and Dallas. Did, did, did he play in Calgary? I don't, I don't da- yeah, but that counts. Calgary and Dallas. Never played Vancouver, never played Edmonton, never played L.A., never played Sharks, Vegas, Coyotes, Coyotes Chicago, Winnipeg, He's old enough Minnesota. to never play with the North Stars. <laughs> yeah. Played against them. Um, yeah, so a lot, most of the West he didn't play. Mm. Those traveling Yagers, man. <laughs> and the Hurricanes had a great celebration <clears throat> after the uh, after defeating the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. I mean, the Anaheim Ducks. <clears throat> they decided to play a little game of Duck Hunt. <laughs> duck Hunt. Oh, I get it. <sighs> <laughs> they could have did it so much better, too. Like, I get it. I with know. the two guys. They should have had the players skate out. Like... Like the Ducks used to oh, the, in the game. Uh, very good, yeah. But no, they put up a, a on the jumbotron screen a little dog running out. If you have, <laughs> if you have never played Duck Hunt for the nineteen eighties NES, you are either way too young or you're just dull. <clears throat> but um, yeah, the two guys are sitting in the uh, commentators in the Pierre uh, Pierre Maguire box, box yeah, um, with their sticks and and people started throwing out gloves like they were ducks. It was funny. I like it. Was, it. I'll, I'll, it was clever. Yes. yes I won't it say was. it was funny. It, it was, was clever. clever. They're doing a I great... I still don't like it, but it was clever. <laughs> I think I tweeted out on the uh, HSSK pod Twitter account that yeah. this 50% of this podcast loves this, and the other part is it just going to be a Don Cherry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, I, I understand it's Carolina. You know, you've got to uh, shake something shiny in front of the rubes to get their yeah. attention. <laughs> but... But you're not going to see that in a traditional hockey market. Sorry. So Would you, they, do you think you'll see that if they make the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. That'll be story. All right, let's put San Jose Sharks, Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, great. That's the fucking, that's, that's the one. That's the playoff series that the NHL is really, really hoping for. You got this great team in San Jose. Let's get Joe Thorne a cup. And then you have guys who just want to do celebrations after a win. That's that's the one they're really going for, Carolina and the fucking Sharks. 
So uh, the NHL Players Association conducted their annual player polls. I hadn't seen this yet, so. <laughs> a couple of them are. Towards the end of the list, they get a little odd. Best forward out of 517 votes, Connor McDavid. Easy. Like, what is it? Connor McDavid got 63%. Sidney Crosby got 17 That's 1-2. If you're talking about best player, best forward, yeah, mm-hmm. McDavid is light years ahead. But if you're asking me for a player to win one game in the playoffs, mm-hmm. Crosby. Oh, uh, you would take Crosby. Mm-hmm. Best defenseman out of 473 players voting, Victor Hedman at 31, Drew Doughty at 20. I agree with that. Uh, best goaltender out of 475 votes, Carey Price at nearly 30, Pecorene at 17. I don't agree with that. He's overrated. I think Pecca, uh, Carey Price got that high because didn't he just recently set a, a milestone? Yeah, of, that um, that's pretty amazing that Montreal didn't have somebody with more wins. So I mean, I'm sure that had something to play in it. I don't know, but... Um, I mean, I like him. I wouldn't mind having him on my team if we didn't have Corey. I mean, even if you wanted to give us Corey, I mean, trade one for one, mm-hmm. I, I would take Price, but I think he's overrated. I think he's hyped up by the fucking Montreal the market. The Montreal, yeah. Uh, best shot out of 486 mm-hmm. player votes, Ovechkin at 50%, Shea Weber at 14, and that one and two. I'm surprised Ovechkin's thing isn't higher. I mean, that's all you think about, right? Yeah. Uh, who, who, won, who won the hardest shot um, in the All-Star game thing? I forget. <clears throat> Well, Shea Weber's got one of the hardest shots, too. Yeah. But I don't know if they're talking about best shot in the sense of a hardest shot or it's probably, best shot as in the guy that's probably going to score if you give mm-hmm. him a shot. All right. So then I think we all agree that it's Ovi from the circle. It, it, that's how it should have been voted on, Ovechkin from the top of the circle. Yep. That's uh, Most underrated player out of 404 player votes, Alexander Barkov from Florida. 21%. Yeah, I don't agree with this one either. Uh, Braden, Braden Point is somebody I would have. Put a little higher? Yeah. I mean, that guy's got – and, it. I mean, I granted he's playing with Kucherov or and or Stamkos, but Barkov's – people know about Barkov. And the fact that fucking Nicholas Backstrom's on this list is ridiculous. <laughs> I see your <clears throat> point. <laughs> <laughs> he's got fucking – he's got almost 1,000 points, Bark. I mean, uh, Backstrom. How are you underrated? Uh, most difficult to play against, 401 players voted. Connor McDavid at 31%. I agree with that. Uh, player to start a franchise with out of 417 votes. Connor McDavid, 60. Sydney, 18 and a half. Uh, see, that's a tough question. Are we talking now or are we talking when they're the same age? Because if I was starting a franchise right now with the everybody at their current age, mm-hmm. yeah, I would pick McDavid. But if you were talking if you yeah. starting at... When they were rookies starting a franchise, I'd pick Crosby. Uh, best trash talker, and this is where the uh, the funny comes from. Best trash talker out of 272 players, Brad Marchand gets 21.3%. Worst trash talker out of 256 votes, Brad Marchand gets 12.5%. And, <laughs> and he was the dick on Twitter saying, you know, I, I feel blah, 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 blah. I'm so happy to be nominated for this kind of stuff. And I'm sitting there going, fuck you, you little rat. <laughs> Yeah, just, just that whole, ooh, you dirty rat. <clears throat> but uh, he's he's the modern Claude Lemieux. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Except he's a better player than Claude Lemieux was. Claude was good in the playoffs, but 
Marshawn's more consistently better in the regular season and the playoffs. Uh, best future TV analyst out of nearly 300 votes, P.K. Subban at 10%. Nope. Really? Nope. Who would you put? Hmm. I mean, I mean, I'm sure P.K. Subban got it because they are on the All-Star game and all oh, this Oh, he's got stuff. his own show and shit yeah. now. Um, I would say, as a devil, I could see Palmieri having as his own. As a TV thing? I like what uh, at the beginning I thought Bryce Salvador was going to be absolutely bullshit because he was sucky. fucking lifeless as a player and listening to and it's not just because it's just ringing in my ear all the time but listening to how he breaks down film we mentioned it a couple of shows ago about he who we should be the defensive coach who we talk about and I sit there and I go god damn you in the film room man they need somebody on <laughs> defensive coach I texted you yesterday two of those goals the second goal, and I want to say the... After the second goal, because you actually looked at it, when, when he scored the goal, Connor Carrick like, slammed his stick down, and he literally saw his like, you know, and, mouth yeah, but, verbally say, fuck, like he, he knew he screwed Right, up. that's one. And the third goal, I was like, what the fuck is Connor Carrick doing? Like, there are players on the other team in front of our goalie with nobody around them. Nobody. Like, what do you, like, I don't know who's teaching the defense out there, but, like, dude, Nazardine, you got to do something because what you're doing is you're letting somebody take a shot from the point, and if our defenseman can't block it with their own stuff, it's hitting our goalie. Now our defenseman has to go from looking north to turning around, looking south, looking the, for the puck, and by that time it's in the net because yep. the guy behind them is wide open. Yep. Unreal. Uh, Keith Yandel would be a good one. He can talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, best future GM out of nearly 300 votes, Crosby at 5.5. Mm, no. I, th- I think they probably did that because Lemieux, you know, they're, they're yeah, doing Lemieux's like a just an owner. He's not a GM. Um, and I don't think about, I think about Crosby, like I could see, who the fuck is there? Jim Rutherford's their GM right now. I could see them going up to like, hey, Sid, who who do you want to play with? And him just being like, oh, you know, I, I, I just want to play with the best player, you know, kind of guy and... <laughs> And go out there and, <laughs> why don't you go get me uh, 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 Derek Broussard? Yeah, that's a good one. I'll play with him. And then he sucks with him. Like, <laughs> that long of a negotiation. Can you imagine the trade deadline? <laughs> I just, three, three class coming around. Dude, come on. T- t- yes or no? Come on. <laughs> I, I don't think Spezza would be a good one. I don't think Orpik. I don't, you know. It's Let's, very tough to be a GM, oh, of course. a player. Because, because you don't but, know their personality because they're going to give the team answers. And by the time you go from, let's just talk about Brodeur for a second, right? Brodeur played under the Lamarillo era, right? So by the time comes where he's, okay, he's now the GM of the Devils, right? He's going to be putting together a team that was from the 90s. And that's just not going to fly now. You know, like he has that mentality of how, yeah, I don't how think a team can run. No, see, I don't think it's like that. No? I think that's part of the reason he went to business St. Louis. No, oh, okay. to be the assistant GM to get fresh eyes on it uh, to see how the other half lives, kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. Good to point. see how another another and I mean, Brodeur is old enough to know. I, I'm sure every player, especially legends like Brodeur and Yager and all these guys, like they've been around long enough to know when a player gets traded to or from your team whether or not this is going to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that there have been players that have been traded to the Devils 
where Brodeur is kind of like looked up at Tolu like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> or like, why yeah. did you draft Jeff Freezy? Or why did you draft J.F. Danfus? Or why did you draft right. fucking Stefan Mattel? So flip it. Do you think, one, would he take a job as being a Devil's GM? Do you think? And two, how do you think he'd do? I don't think that they would offer it to him. For the same reason, I don't think that Stevens would be a coach for the Devils. Because their names are hanging up there. And you have to fire them. And GMs and coaches are made to be fired. So, So, uh, well, okay. So then does that, so just because McLean wasn't up there, his firing was. His firing came way too late. True. Like he should have been fired in before Christmas. Like way before. No, he got fired the, I think week of or day after or whatever Christmas. He should have been fired like Thanksgiving. He should have been fired at Thanksgiving. And I think he should have been a coach elsewhere. He is and, now. And then maybe would have worked his way back home kind of thing. But you look at what he's doing in, in with the uh, Coyotes. They're yeah. fringe playoffs, it's, but still. He just he couldn't. I don't think he was ready to be a head, a head coach. coach. I think like the next guy you're going to see that's going to be a really, really good head coach is going to be like Kirk Muller. Kirk Muller and who's the guy that's coaching the Marlies right now? Uh, what the fuck is his name? Why am I going blank? He was a fringe NHL player, mm-hmm. but th- that's the guy that everybody's talking about to be the next big coach. Funniest player? Out of 282 votes, Keith Yandel gets 12%. I could see that. Just hearing him talk on spitting chicklets all the time, he's uh-huh. very dry and very, very sarcastic. Okay. Uh, next one is best female player. I have no whatever Hillary in Knight. this. Hillary Knight is pretty. Not, Amanda Castle's very pretty, too. But I know I should be talking about their hockey skills. I'm yes. sorry. I'm so chauvinistic. At least they sure honest. But Hillary Knight's a, a fucking sniper. In and off the ice. But dun dun. <laughs> uh, in favor in favor of uh, using nicknames on jerseys for a game, 373 players voted yes. Nearly 67 no. percent. No. Yeah, I, it's not I, the XFL. I don't no, and I also don't like it when they do it in baseball. They have like a weekend of like what your childhood nickname was, and all. I was like, uh, I don't. I don't dig that kind of shit. I, I just don't. You want do to do like a like a third or fourth jersey or something? Hey, great. You want do to do it in warm ups? Let the, let them wear the Irish jerseys or the yeah. the and put their nicknames on it, and then they could sign it and sell it. There you go. Best arena atmosphere out of the Prudential the- Center is no. not on that no. list. The Meadowlands no. is crumbling. <laughs> no. Best arena atmosphere. The Coliseum. No. Yes. <laughs> for first round of playoffs maybe 468 players voted Vegas T-Mobile Arena I could see that and then Montreal I could see that and then Nashville I could see that and then Chicago I'm I'm a little shocked that Madison Square Garden's not on there best arena ice I, I would have said Edmonton both Montreal Edmonton Winnipeg Minnesota and Vegas why in the hell isn't Phoenix on this list <laughs> You don't. You, you're never going to see the Garden. You're never going to see Nashville. You're never going to see Brooklyn. What on a best ice? Yeah. No shit. Madison Square Garden's notorious for bad ice. 
the the Coliseum and Brooklyn, their ice has literally caused the team problems. You you look at where we live and you know the humidity, you know everything else. Can you imagine what the fucking electric bill is in Phoenix to keep that ice cold for three hours plus? Well, if they were smart, they probably would have dug that rink down like three or four stories underground. That's just me. I'm available for rink development. Best mascot. I don't Ugh. like the, I don't like this. <clears throat> but whatever. Gritty cuz he's new. It's almost 70% and the next one is Carlton from T- Toronto. No. Does he do a dance? At 2.7%. Yup in Montreal, Nash in Nashville and Victor E Green in Dallas. Victor E Green Really? You couldn't come up with a better fucking name? Is is that supposed to be some shitty knockoff for, like, victory? Like, anyway. all right, best, best dressed out of 329 players voting, Henrik Lundqvist at 26%. I believe that. And then P.K. Subban at 7.6. Best hair, Carlson at 18.5. Okay. I'd go with Lundqvist, man. Lundqvist has some fucking good flow. Yeah. Like, Carlson's got some good flow, looks good, hanging out the back of the helmet, you know. Yeah, yeah, but Lundquist, New York, it works. Best nickname, 248 players voted. Thomas Tuna Tatar at 5.6%. Arte <laughs> Panarin. The bread man. The bread man should be, Pan- you know, Panera's. Marco Snacks Dano, no idea. Christian Stinky Fisher. Connor McJesus McDavid. I don't think a lot of people, like, I guess so many people, like, those guys have nicknames for everybody. Like and, Palms. And, and I'd and be like, willing to bet yeah. half of them yeah. you'll never know because it's like, like, fucking Christian Stinky Fisher. Well, how do you get that name? Is it because he's just, oh, well, you know, Fisher, get it? Like a fish and Fisher Stinky. That guy no. definitely fingered some smelly girl and fucking, like, walked into the locker room and was like, what guys? What? And they're like stinky. <laughs> I just know from college, like <laughs> people got their nicknames had nothing to do with hockey. Nothing. <laughs> this is where a professional podcast falls off the rails. No, they don't. Nobody wants to hear that. Favorite sport besides hockey? Four hundred thirty-nine players voted. Oh, you're kidding! A whole sport by white guys like golf. <laughs> It was close between golf and football. <clears throat> oh, you mean a whole? Is it now? Is that football or is that soccer? No, soccer's <laughs> underneath it. Yeah, maybe some of them got them mixed up because of it. Sure. Favorite athlete outside of hockey? Tiger Woods, of course, because if, they're all golfers. Golfers, yes. So there you go. I, I, so I think that the 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 top two are uh, <clears throat> Christian Stinky Fisher being <laughs> number two story, and the number one story is uh, Mr. Brad Marchand getting. Best chirper and worst chirper at the same time. And that's why mm-hmm. there are things that the NHL should do and things that the NHL shouldn't do, which we're going to talk about. Look look at that effing segue. Because one of the things that we're going to talk about that the NHL should do yes. is Give show the personality and more mic'd up things to hear what the players are saying on the ice. Well, you sure you don't want to hear racist epithets on, on the uh, on yeah. the ice and, and all that? 
So segment one here for why I have to hear it when I turn on Fox News. Hey, no, hey, hey. <laughs> no, is this thing on? <laughs> there goes your political career. <laughs> no, no, no. That was shot down a long time ago. <laughs> anyway, things at the NHL. So shouldn't... you know that joke right there, like, <laughs> was uh, is a little bit of like a mankind bang. bang. Yeah, there you go. Have a nice day. Um, things that shouldn't be happening in the NHL. <laughs> yes. Uh, one, uh, poor Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl having to play in Edmonton. <laughs> this is going to be written in the Players Association deal. Yeah. Great players should not be. If you're going to be a franchise, you know. Player. Yeah. Player. You can't go to Edmonton. You can't go to Edmonton. The number one pick in it. No, Edmonton, you must trade it. I don't care who. You must no, trade No, you're it. just never going to get it. Yeah. Oh, wow, look, that lottery ball must have an Edmonton logo. No, no, nope. Turn it around. It's got any other team. <laughs> you can just picture it right now. There's 100 ping pong balls in there. They're all Edmonton. Edmonton comes out. They smash it. They go, yep. try again. <laughs> can we turn this camera off? Try it again. But they're like two of the top scorers in the league. And they play on a shitty team. Like it's it's so not fair to have that. Could it, you also make make a, a thing for for like Lundqvist too? Yeah, and that's a my next that one. Is yeah that Lundqvist? It's it sucks. Like he should. It's honorable that he wants to finish his career and and yeah, you no know, doubt. That there's go, no. That's great. But look at look at your your fans are going to want you to yeah, want to see you hold the re- cup up. Real fans, not not the not the shit ones. And yeah. if you win the cup. You can come back to New York and throw a huge party or parade or whatever around Madison Square Garden where all and your a, fans. And MSG will do a video tribute saying congrats Absolutely. on getting a cup. Like, sorry we couldn't do it, yep. but. In the house tonight. Yep. Stanley Cup champion, you know, and yep. have him come out with the cup and show and wave and let him go in the lobby and take pictures with people. That's all they want. Uh, number three is. Goals being called off because of offsides call that had nothing to do with the play. So, like, the offside happened four minutes before the goal happened? Yeah. Like, the team is cycling in the zone. There's there's so many other things. The other team has possession of the puck and can't get it out. And then they go, oh, wait, hold on. Call it all back. It's it's offsides. And that's it, sometimes that happens. It happened, what, two years ago to Nashville in the playoffs. It's 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 a shitty thing. I'm not saying, like, don't call it. No, but you should have, all. like, a time limit. If the other team gains possession of the puck in a defensive it's, zone it's over. and can't get it out, you can't call the off and you can't call offsides anymore. So, essentially, if possession, if possession changes, yep. that's it. There's, Brad I Marchand agree. licking people, that's got to stop. <laughs> but how do, you, how do you stop that? Like, literally, I mean, all you joking can't. aside, you, like, how do you? You can't. You can't stop that. You can't stop people biting. You're, just like you were saying, racial epithets, like, you're not going to stop that. You're not. And as shitty as this sounds, it's the society we live in. Okay? The homophobic slur that, what's his name? Why am I going blank? Morgan Riley? Yeah. Allegedly used, even though he didn't, that he allegedly used. Have you ever heard an Eminem album? Sure. You know, like, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's a bad word to have in our lexicon, but it's there. You spell lexicon? L E X I C O N. And I probably the only reason you know how to spell that is because of the wrestler. Right? No, no, because no? of uh Oh no. What the fuck is that board game? 
that used to we used to play all the time. Board game? Yeah, yeah. They used to have like a thing of clay that you can do, or you have the hum a song. It it doesn't matter. How how old are you? Uh, I did this in college, so after college. <laughs> how, uh, how high were you? <laughs> never have done drugs in my life. Why well, start now? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, <laughs> I can't believe. <laughs> why didn't you put this on the list? And Pierre Maguire. Things that the NHL shouldn't have. Pierre Maguire. <laughs> if I have to hear another fucking story... Well, Doc, you know, Enzo, this guy here lives in his mom's basement in the off-season. He lifts weights all the time. She works at a, a grocery store. He, she used to be the bag girl, and, you know, I know they're really happy that he's out here doing bag skates and just trying to get better every day. All right, shut up. And the only reason he tied together a bag skate was because he worked at a grocery. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would have loved if he got hit in the head with that puck. <laughs> Because so many fans, that would have been one of the greatest memes of him just getting hit in the head. McGuire down. Like, especially like if it like hit him and like you just saw like a splash of blood and they like freezed it with his head to the side, his glasses blown off. Oh, dude, you could you could do an RKO out of nowhere. You could do a Jean Claude Van Damme. You could do you a could... Kennedy assassination <laughs> kind of thing. His head went back. It was a conspiracy. Back, back. <laughs> to the to left. left. <laughs> back and to the left. Now, <laughs> Peter McGuire shouldn't be. Wow. I hope he listens. Yeah, he, I'm sure he, he does. I'm sure he laughs. Yeah, he knows he's the most hated man in the world. The hockey world, anyway. Fucking smug about it, too. Now, things that the NHL should, should have. have or should be happening. There needs to be more personality. The league needs to show players are not just stuck-up white folks or whatever. And, you know, like Brad Marchant trolling Mitch Marner. Did you read that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, like, the GM getting involved and talking about, like, how great our players are and happy to be here. You know, like, going back and forth. That should be welcomed. Like, there should be more of that. because Except on Long Island right now. <clears throat> well, you mean like them booing Tavares and Ryan? That, 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 that never happened. No, it didn't? Okay. Um, as I said before, more mic'd up things like showing and hearing what players say on the ice. You have multiple feeds for games. You have the home team. You have the away team. They all use the same microphones and everything on mm-hmm. the ice. Right. Have a third feed. Especially if you have the hockey package. The raw where, the raw feed? Where it's just the raw feed that you pick up everything. Like the refs have their mic on and everything <laughs> mm-hmm. where you can hear, you know, yeah. hey, good fight. All right. Or you fucking nah. faggot. You know, like whatever. I don't want to use the, but that we would have been able to hear exactly what Morgan Riley allegedly right. said if there was no. Now, as, as, a, as a fan, right, and not playing, not coaching, not being involved at that level, right, I, I can barely fucking skate before falling on my ass. That, that's how good at hockey I am, but I love watching it. I'd love to hear what goes on during a hockey game from a coaching standpoint for line changes, from but, plays, from, from yeah. vision, and all that it, type it of would stuff. Be, it would be awesome to hear mic'd up on the bench, but that would never happen because you're essentially you're giving, giving up, up strategy. I mean, not that the strategy is really that all involved when it comes but, to but hockey still, at that point. The the on-ice product of how things flow, 
I, I'd love to just listen yeah. to it and, and see what, you know, how it progresses. From Even if you have to show it after the game. Yeah, so you're not giving it so away. So you're not giving it, yeah. it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, go back to the original playoff setup, one through eight, please. And I understand why they went to this the way they're doing it now. It's less travel because you're going between your divisions and whatnot. But but now you're you continually continually have a favorite out in the second round. You you but you continually have a Penguins Capitals matchup. You yep. continually have a Bruins uh, Maple Leafs. It's they knew since what January, the Bruins and the Maple Leafs that they were going to play each other in the playoffs. Go back to one through eight. I agree. Like every other sport, uh, more females in the game other than sideline reporters. Um, how is there not a female coach or league? I did read something today. Two things. One, the league is partnered up with some group, and I should have wrote this down, um, where they're going to promote girls hockey in every city that there's an NHL team. Good. For, like, female role and, like, girl leagues and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And today I read that the NHL put out a request for uh, the referee tryouts for the next coming season. The NFL did that, too. And they are the, welcoming females. They're now, bringing in a lot of females. Here's my issue. Mm-hmm. One of two things. One, the girl female is going to have to be a ref, not a linesman. That's one. Because linesmen is the one that break up fights. Right. That's number one. Um, number two, why they can't be linesmen is the speed. Now, I understand you're going to say, oh, well, that girl was one of the fastest skaters and whatever. We're talking about a girl with starts and stops, starts having to sprint back and yeah. forth. You're not talking about just literally going around in circles. You right. have momentum and everything else. This is and I understand that play. The main ref goes from the red line to the goal line, and the other ref goes from the red line to the goal line. That's fine. I understand that. But when there are all-out brawls, like you know Colorado-Detroit kind of brawls, well, those refs get in the middle of fights. Yeah. And, and somebody's going to get elbowed, somebody's going to get punched, and then you have the whole, oh, you punched a female. Right, right. I think, you're, I think it's a, in, a, in theory it's a great idea. I, you have to- I cringe at... An incident like you just said, because Mm -hmm. it's going to happen accidentally on purpose or either way, you know, Uh, more interactions with fans during the game, whether it's, you know, with betting here in New Jersey, Mm -hmm. uh, games, prizes, something with cell phones. The league should be at the forefront of developing because you've seen it in between periods. Lights go down. Everything in the arena is lit up up by fireflies, like people's right. The fireflies, (laughs) the buzzards. Um, something to get the fans interested, you know, and not just looking at their phone. Like they have the thing at the Devils game. The Devils do have it, but the thing is, and you say develop. That, that's a key word on it, because for the NHL app that you have, you pick your favorite team, or whatever. So you have in-game things that are going on. When that happens, it's not happening on your phone. Like the the alert isn't being sent to your phone. No. So from a, from a technology and infrastructure standpoint where I come from outside of podcasting, it needs to be built up more. Arenas need to be be suited for better Wi-Fi if they don't have it already. And interactive games like that need to have, and I'm not just saying specifically for sports betting, but like 
Yeah, you have you have questionnaires or something like that that the team is saying. You know, the Devils are playing the Rangers in 1994. Who scored the whatever? And you score even if they did like, like surveys, like right. did stupid things like hey, and and don't do the oh well, text your answer to so and so number. There should be you log Instant. into the NHL app mm-hmm. and you have a survey for the game. Like all right, we're putting this survey up. The New Jersey Devils. Who's your favorite? You know, ex Devil. Blah blah blah. And then you go, and then halfway through the next period, you turn around and go, here's the answers to the surveys. Log in now for the next survey, blah, blah, blah. And we'll randomly pick your email for... Sure. But like I said, I think that... The I'm inf- available, Gary. The infrastructure at arenas, and I'll just I'll just call out the Prudential Center. Wi-Fi sucks. There, there is none. And I'm pretty sure that for where we sit, I can look straight up and I see your wireless access point. It comes up on my phone, yep. but then what happens when 13,000 13, 13 to 15,000 other people connect to that? That'll all change once they <clears throat> figure out the betting in the arena. Yeah, because you ha- you have to have access to and it has outside to be, the arena. Yeah, and it has instant. to be quick. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm available if you're listening, and I know you are. <laughs> I know. I know somebody's listening because... Somebody on some devil's website did the 10 best trades that the devils have ever made. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I did that like three weeks ago. Okay. So let's, let's, let me play devil's advocate here. Perhaps maybe you listened to another show and got influenced by that question. No, no, no. Cause that article was written yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen. Oh, it's true. Just give us some credit. It's damn true. Just give us some credit. That's all. That's all I want. I just want a little bit of light shown on it. I want a few more listeners. I want the Barry Horowitz pat on my back. Do you? The on the on the big uh, high sticks and super kicks jersey. Yep, on the hand that I'm trying to my, five on my back that I'm trying to find. Let let us be that weird crossover podcast, right? That crosses over yes. into wrestling. Wrestling, right? <laughs> Right? Did someone die? No. Oh, it's only three bells. That's only three. <laughs> I think seven more to go before somebody dies. Uh, it'll happen by the next podcast. <laughs> Don't worry about hey, it. Hold on. Let me refresh my feed. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it happened already. <clears throat> All right. On to some wrestling news. Um, apparently on Raw, um, Beth Phoenix is returning. To, yep. to go I saw with, her uh, come out. She still looks fucking gorgeous. She's still hot. Beth but Phoenix. Wh- Are we talking about the same Beth Phoenix? Yes. But why... Okay, and this kind of leans on my whole idea of what the hell is happening with the women's tag team division. It's not going anywhere, let's put it that way, at least in my opinion. But the fact that you can't put together a tag team with somebody together at all where... Well, you have Nina Jax and Snooker's daughter. Naya and Tamina. Get the yeah, names right. Whatever, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> um, and then you That'll have, be a match I go to the bathroom. Uh, you have... Oh, you have the Riot Squad, right? The Riot Squad, the Iconics... I mean, you you do have. So why bring out Beth Phoenix? Because they want to get Natalie involved, Natalia. They want to get Natalia involved where she has a WrestleMania. Is it springboards moment. to a title thing, kind of like? It's gonna it's gonna end up being like a four team, four way, yeah, a, f- a four way tag team match, which def. Defeats the whole damn purpose of a tag team division. Have a tournament. You know, Queen of the Ring. 
Queen of the Ring leading up, but I don't want to see fucking. Oh, I don't. I definitely don't want to see. Butterbean. Three no three women's tag matches in one night. Wow. I don't want to see that. But they could have had a tournament leading up. Speaking of which, I know you don't have it on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, AEW. Yes. Has copyrighted. Oh no. Have asked for copy or trademarks. Sorry, for Bash at the Beach. No. Um, no. How could they? Because, because that's WCW. Ah, but who created it? Was it um, NWA? The Dusty Rhodes created it. Are you shitting me? There's, there's, there's another one. Something. Clash some, of Champions. No, something Bowl. Uh, I, I could look it up, but like. They're all things that Dusty Rhodes created. Yeah, but he's owned by WWE. But maybe he owns those the rights to those things since he created them. Wow, that it's all names for pay per views on Cody's behalf. That's fucking ballsy. Yep. Good for him. Bash at the beach. Yeah. Wow, that's like Bash at the beach. That's the one where Hogan fucking. Turned on WCW. Yeah. Uh, there's Bash at the Beach. There's what? Um, Clash of Champions, which was like the TV televised pay-per-view. I'll look it up now. I'll tell you exactly what it is. Uh, what were the other ones? War Games. But WWE has War Games right, already. So it's that's, that. that's their NXT thing. Um, Halloween Havoc is no, a... it's not that one. Um, oh, God. What was the one um, with the two rings with the steel cage? My God, I can't think of it. That wasn't War Games? so you look that up i'm gonna look up wcw pay-per-view names of course i'm not gonna find it now because i'm looking for it i'll trade my battle bowl mm, I, don't, I don't remember bunkhouse stampede uh, this yeah the and, stampede yeah and bash at the beach bash at the beach trademark the, the stampede one was uh at sturgis uh they used to go out there and and, and do that wasn't that like Hog Wild or something yeah, that they changed later on? Yeah. Anyway, um, Kofi, why is he getting pushed? De-pushed. Well, no. Now I, he's it's, still going to end up. He's still going to end up at WrestleMania. Okay. He's unless the WWE, if they really wanted to throw a swerve, is you have Daniel Bryan come out next week because what? There's only two weeks till WrestleMania now. Three weeks Holy till shit. WrestleMania, right? Who doesn't have a match? That you would expect to have a match at WrestleMania. Um, Undertaker and John Cena are at least two guys. Okay. So you have them. I mean, Kofi's going to get the match, and that's fine. But you have Daniel Bryan call out the Undertaker so that he can have his Undertaker match for the title. And then you add Kofi into that match as a triple threat to hide the Undertaker. So that Daniel Bryan and Kofi do a lot of the heavy lifting. And if you want to be really ballsy, put the fucking belt on the taker. And have him be a SmackDown brand? Have him be SmackDown. Till the next pay-per-view, he loses the belt. You st- And you still have your buy-in for the pay-per-view. And you still have your followers for the next, next pay-per-view. Next pay-per-view, a month, two months away, whatever. But Okay. I'm- if you didn't watch SmackDown last night, Kofi... Had to win five matches. Um, I have to say, it was very entertaining. 
it would it was Kofi Kingston is an entertaining he is wrestler. He's an entertaining like, wrestler. I think he would put on a dynamite match with Daniel Bryan without it being even a gimmick match. Like a ladder match or mm-hmm. whatever. It would be a dynamite match, but w- you'll see my sign at WrestleMania when it was remember when Kofi was Jamaican. <laughs> Hashtag but, Kofi Mania. Yeah, Kofi Mania. Jamaica Mania. Jamaica Mania. Um, he, he, he's great. And he, he's been there 11 years, so God knows he deserves some sort of fucking push other and, than being in the New Day. And this isn't even a, um, a, a big show or a Mark Henry kind of push. Like He literally deserves, for as much showmanship as he's done, for the company in Royal Rumbles and and just what he's done. Yeah, put something on him. Now, the person I don't want to see pushed that is fucking Baron Corbin. And, and he is going to be Kurt Angle's last match. I, I, I don't. I, I completely do not understand the thinking that Vince McMahon and the writers in Triple H have that this guy, Kurt Angle, who who did a hell of a lot for you during the Attitude Era, in general, did a hell of a lot for TNA while he was there, comes back, does his stupid little shtick and his ha-ha funny whatever and sucked at it, to give his last wrestling match to a guy like Baron Corbin who shouldn't, yeah. who shouldn't even be higher than... Honest to God, he shouldn't even be higher than a Barry Horowitz jobber. No, no, he's, he's okay. He, he can definitely talk on the mic. He's got heat. He shouldn't be Kurt's last match. No, unless they're doing something like they're going to show him backstage getting knocked out and who did it. And And then this guy comes. And then if you're not using the Undertaker or John Cena or Kevin Owens or somebody, you have them come to the ring like Kevin Owens would be the perfect one for that. You have Kevin Owens knock him out. You don't know who it is. And Kurt comes to the ring, da, 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 and then he goes, whoever did this to Baron Corbin, come out here. I'll face you. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens comes out. They have a match. Baron Corbin comes out grabbing his ribs, taped ribs, DDP style, and fucking costs Kevin Owens the match. Kurt Angle wins his last match. Now you're building a feud between Baron Corbin and Kevin Owens for the next pay-per-view. There you go. I still don't want Baron Corbin anywhere near TV time. Unless he's a yeah, manager. But, but he's not match he's not wrestling. And then if you really want to do it, you make fucking Kurt Angle the ref in the next pay per view match. Yeah, but then I think you, you, you put him in that match and you still like that fuse it's gonna be him and Baron Corbin, like, no. like uh, Yeah, I guess. Whatever. <clears throat> but I just now gimmicks that shouldn't be over today, but gimmicks. they are. Uh we're gonna go backwards. Okay, we're gonna go that shouldn't be over today? Yeah, like gimmicks that, you know, they're not realistic. Okay. Okay. They're, you know, okay. like right. how do people relate to demons <laughs> <laughs> or cults or a nut job like Matt Hardy or the party asshole or a guy with no eyebrows? <laughs> okay, like The Undertaker. I get it. I love The Undertaker. I get fucking douche chills when I hear the dong and all that stuff. Okay. You get douche chills by a dong. Dong, yep. Isolate that. Um, those are he. That's a gimmick that should not be. 
You okay? So let's put it this way. So so the Undertaker in the eighties and nineties with the whole dead man gimmick, fine for for that time. Right, frame. because it was very wrestling back then was very comic booky. Bad guy, good guy. So you think he should have morphed into like almost like the dead man character morphed into that badass, the biker guy, the biker guy. Like it should have like crescendoed into that and then that's how yeah but then when he like when he comes back and he's got the fucking robe and the you know mm-hmm. and the hat and all that stuff like people that are marking out for him are us us <laughs> Pretty not much. little kids little kids are like what's an undertaker like what's he do when, like and, like i know i'm supposed to cheer for him but i don't know why yeah. yeah like the broken matt hardy gimmick i don't get it i don't get the delete 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 like i it's it's cool i get it sells t-shirts and but the stupid ha ha, ha, laugh and the non like i don't get it it maybe i'm too old maybe it's the in tna it seemed more i want to say reined in and controlled in the wwe it seemed more comical like he overdid it like his his laugh went on for like two minutes too long like right from the little that I remember seeing in TNA, like it was, it was more control of a controlled character. This one is just written as a, whatever. Um, um, the new day. I, I thought I it think was, it, it ran its course. And I think that's why they're ending it. And I think if you leave somebody like a Kofi and a Big E as a tag team, that's great. Xavier Woods is known for his wrestling. Let the man wrestle. I, screw the stupid trombone shit. Like, Okay, th- that whole when thing. They, when they first came out, I thought they were really going to be like a religious group. Yeah. The way it was, oh, it's a new day. Like I thought yes. it was going to be like a new day church. You know, yep. like uh, you never know. They could redo it. And... Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor's demon. I like it. It's cool, yeah. and it's got like a real history and yes. shit behind it. But I, I think is he supposed to be like the Hulk? Is he gonna like morph into? The only problem is he's so fucking skinny that when when I went to see the Demon, right, that would have looked perfect on the Boogeyman. It practically was the Boogeyman. Yeah, but, but the paint job is awesome. Yes, it's very good. Very good. Bobby Lashley has no eyebrows, and he has no gimmick, and he shouldn't be over in any sort of way. No, but he's, and he's a, not, and he's a Vince guy. And, and that's, he's big, and he's muscly, and, and that's where it ends. And he can't talk. That's why they put the fucking little Lilo Rush with him. And I, I just don't get it. I don't get, like, he. I read somewhere that he wanted a more of an MMA kind of gimmick. gimmicky. And if yeah. I'm Vince, I go, no. We've got Ronda Rousey. It never worked for Ken Shamrock. So why the fuck are we going to give it and, to and, you? And, and uh, Brock. And Brock Lesnar. Brock's enough to... But you know what? If you want to do that MMA gimmick, you only have one feud in your three-year contract you sign. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be over quick because... Dude, we're not going to let Brock lose, lose to you. <laughs> so, I... Enzo's gimmick. Wow. A couple of haters. He was funny. He was good on the mic. I can't believe that it a guy went, that's 125 went, pounds would went, fucking... It went way too far. Like, I get... The the cup of haters thing is funny, the um the soft thing is all right. It's it, just all they did was redo the fucking New Age Outlaws. Yes, but it worked. But it got to Enzo's head, where it was like, I am now he's Enzo living, Amore. Right, he's living it, and it's like, D- all right, calm down, because where is he now? I, I I don't know where he's not in TNA. 
right? That whole thing about him beating somebody up or whatever got Raping. squashed. Raping. Yeah, that that I think that got squashed. It never really happened or whatever. So he got fired for nothing essentially. So where's he gonna go? AEW for what? He would be th- that's, that's a guy. That's your get no. for the for your lightweights. That's a guy that you make a manager. Enzo. Hi. That can take a bump. Easy. No way Jose is a stupid gimmick. Still is a stupid gimmick. I didn't realize he was as big as he was, like physically. But no. You it's, know, just, it's Adam Rose's Adam gimmick. Adam Rose's gimmick all over again. And he's with, with Carlito's hair. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't get his gimmick. Stupid. Stupid, stupid. And the last one is Elias. Like, Elias's gimmick shouldn't be over. It's Kurt Angle meets the Honky Tonk Man. And Elias is probably one of probably a more talented wrestler than comes off at. And he's a guy that doesn't have to win because he has mic skills. He and he's charismatic. He's charismatic as fuck. Now, can you imagine putting Elias with his mic skills against somebody like Edge or and or Christian oh, or great Edge uh, and Christian back in the day when they were funny, not like Edge serious. Mm-hmm. But oh. speaking of Edge serious, I don't know. Did you ever watch that TV show Vikings? No. Um, it's obviously, you know, Vikings and, and all that kind of stuff. And not about the Minnesota Vikings? Mm-mm. And Edge has a very large role in this. Like, a faction breaks off and goes to the Netherlands. What, what was the other Netherlands? And they want to start their whole new society and stuff. And he's there. Dude goes fucking ape shit, bat shit crazy, and fucking kills people. And I'm sitting there going. There's no three-second pose on that one. No. That's the, that's the rated R superstar right there. <laughs> He's a great actor, though. Who is Elias going to wrestle at WrestleMania? Now, I've read that people think it, The Undertaker is going to interrupt his concert. That's stupid. If you're going to have anybody interrupt his concert... Jeff Jarrett? Or who's going into the Hall of Fame? Honky Talk Man. And have him come out, shake his hips, and fucking hit him with the guitar, and there you go. Everybody gets the chuckle. And then he walks back to the up the ramp, and as he's walking up the ramp, Jeff Jarrett comes out, fucking sings a little song, and then hits him with the fucking guitar. Sings sings a little ditty about Jack and Diane. Yeah, but oh, that would be great. Just the three the, of them the should have a match. Hits, should greatest, have a match. A fucking guitar on a pole match. The greatest hits. Yeah, but up them, slap nuts. <laughs> oh, can you explain to me, please? Choke on that, slap nuts. That fucking make TV. It was a good one. <laughs> he had a nuts. shirt that said slap, slap nuts on it. Folks, if you are a serious fan of the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast, you need to buy two t-shirts. You need to send them to us. <laughs> we need slap nuts t-shirts. I will hang it here <laughs> on the bar. There's no doubt about it. Now, things that the WWE should have. Oh, they should have. Okay. Again, I'm listening, and I have this written down and dated, so if they suddenly start showing up, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we have a lawsuit. <laughs> More titles. You have so many talented wrestlers fighting on matches that don't mean anything. Bring back the European title. Bring back the fucking... You know what they can do? Hardcore title. Make up a title. You have enough people... Right, wrestlers that are of a European um, heritage. Yep. Finn Balor's. Um, Seamus. Cesaro. Yeah. You know what? You're intercontinental or you're European, whatever it may be, there's your division right there. 
Yeah. You want your United States championships? Do something that emulates like a John Cena-ish on that kind of and level. And you have a guy who grows organically up the ladder. Yeah. He was the European champ. You know, just using, you know, like Alistair Black or whatever the fuck his name is or Ethan Carter or Ricochet, who everybody loves. You start off with Ricochet. On... Ricochet is one move away from... Draws. No. Yes. <laughs> and um, Owen Hart. Yeah. But have them... Yeah, move up. Like, move up. Have him start. You know, he starts with the European title. Then he goes to the Intercontinental or the U.S. Maybe you give him the fucking light heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's going to win the Grand Slam anymore because... You're not putting a guy 125 pounds soaking wet facing Braun Strowman and exactly beating him. It, it's you, there needs to be more titles so that now I can see what I don't know, like somebody new is going to start off with, so that they have something for these guys. Like whenever I see Ron Killings come out to a fucking match, all right, who's he wrestling? Uh, he's going to wrestle um, Daniel Bryan. All right. Well, I don't have to watch this match because I know Daniel Bryan's going to win. Like, the, it makes no sense. But now, if you turn around and you put uh, Bobby Roode mm-hmm. versus Matt Hardy, I don't know who's winning that match. And then you show like standings. Bobby Roode is one and zero, and he's going for the European title. It's almost like how they did video games, kind of back in the day, where you started out on Heat or as a manager and worked or as your a gimmick way up. and worked your way up to the main event. It's use your use your own, um, you know. Uh, history and just recreate it with your new talent and make stupid rules up like you can't go for the world heavyweight title unless you've won at least two of these other titles to move up in the bracket you want to do something that's entertaining or be that entertainment value be video game ish yep i wouldn't mind that because you know what it follows a storyline because you know if you take that that kind of storyline where you go from small and you work your way all the way up, that will work generation by generation by generation. And it will not get old because you're infusing new, new people talent. into it. So even let's say for the sake of fucking shits and giggles. OK, let's say that they got who's the fu- Kenny Omega mm-hmm. and Kenny Omega comes in and he wants to be a main eventer, blah, blah, blah. Well, Kenny, I'm sorry, we have rules here and you have now he's instantly a face. You have him come out, Vince McMahon come out and be like. Sorry, Kenny, we have rules here, and you're going to have to work your way up. So if you want, here's your t- European title match against Cesaro. Now you have that belt, and he wins the belt, and he keeps it for a while, and they start a nice little feud, and then he drops the belt at the pay-per-view back to Cesaro, whoever it is, mm-hmm. and then you have him go, well, I want the next Monday, I want a challenge for the fucking hardcore, the Intercontinental, or whatever. I totally agree with you. I Yes. <laughs> and now the fans are pulling for him and Vince is going to do whatever it takes or whoever the manager is to make sure that this guy doesn't get his fucking chance. The, the, as, rather than, sorry, rather than just taking fucking Roman Reigns and going here, here, you're, you're a main eventer. I agree. I, I, I totally agree with you on that. It's, it's all about, you can use the same story like they're doing now. You can use the same storyline over and over and over again. It's your talent that's got to make that storyline better. Right. And you're going to have talent because now you have NXT. You're, you're home growing your feuds. talent. And feuds. And moving them all the way up. So you know what? You don't have the WWE Network? Fine. And in a year, six, nine months, 12, whatever it is, a year and a half, all of a sudden these guys are now moving up. And you know what? Let's recreate that chemistry. 
Yep. And you know what? Now you're seeing it live, and now you're like, oh, shit. They're going, oh, this is old hat, but you know what? It's new to you, and it yeah. works. Yeah, my number two thing is the uh, that the <laughs> WWE bring back hardcore matches. Other than TLC, we almost never see a hardcore match anymore, ever. And if you do, it's watered down to what we have grown up watching. It's, but you know what it is now? It, it, it's a it's like a tinfoil trash can that gets slammed over but somebody's head. That's how it head. always was. And a kendo stick that's got fucking... Splinters and... Okay? But it would create new fan favorites. Like, it would give you something to cheer if... But who would you put? I think Kevin Owens, yes. Because he's just, like... Yeah, he's the new... He looks like Mick Foley. But, I mean, even if you took, like... Dean Ambrose? Like, no. No, I wouldn't even take, like, a main eventer. Take, again, if you're building it up organically, you take a guy like Aleister Black who looks like he could seriously fucking destroy you or, okay, what about this? What about if you take um, who's this guy? Is he on? Take No Way Jose. Yeah, he he, he his whole character is dumb and he's stupid, but right? He, and he snaps. Or you have his Congo line bringing down weapons. They each have a duh, 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 and they're all and outside snaps, the ring. Where, where it's like you know what? Hardcore is in my oh, blood. Like and fucking Mojo Rawlings right now is doing that gimmick. Where he's talking himself I in saw the that. mirror, and I, ha- I literally, because I didn't know who the hell he was, because I, I just didn't recognize the face. I googled, it, I go, who the hell's talking in the mirror? And then I'm like, no, mo- why? But there you go, you make him like a hardcore guy, huh? and you know what? I know that they don't want the blood and everything on the TV, but if you, you remember to. the the Foley Rock fucking I Quit match with the him getting hit over the head, did the Rock bleed in that match? Mm. I mean, I know Mick Foley did, but he had the mask on and you couldn't see it. But there's ways to have a hardcore match. Without blood. Without blood. I mean, can it accidentally happen? Yes. Sure, it can. But you can hit somebody with a chair or a garbage can or put them through a table or, you know, hit throw them into a ladder where you're not going to, yeah. you know, you don't need the thumbtacks anymore. You don't need the, you know, the forks and the knives of ECW kind of thing. The forks would be nice just because, like, you take a fork, you stab him in the eye. He doesn't get caught well, with it. But... The, the match with, what's his name? Dean Ambrose and the Scottish guy, mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre picked up a fucking pencil and, like, <laughs> cool, that's, funny. That's another guy that I don't know why. Why he's getting the push? Ma- he's big. I, look, he's bigger than what he was. He's a Vince guy. Yeah. And and it's but then you know a guy like that give him give him an intercontinental European Championship let him run with it let him dominate a division whatever. Now the other thing I have on here and I talked about it last week is bringing back factions. Again, you have so many wrestlers that don't get any screen time or any match time because you only have X amount of time in a three-hour Raw and a two-hour SmackDown and a three-hour pay-per-view. Um, you know, you get you, you get enough faction going that you can now go and kick everybody's ass in NXT, wipe the mat with people at SmackDown, get to a point where two of your guys are a tag team holders, one of them is a U.S. title, and your main guy is gonna win, gonna go for the for the heavyweight championship. Now you rule organization, and, right? And then leading up to Survivor Series, where, where you can you have... take on Triple H again and four of his cronies, right? So like the teams I have here, I have ten teams. You put five on each side. Five on SmackDowns, five on Raw. Mm-hmm. Team Angle, you keep Angle around as a manager. It gives them some credibility. Can we Can we not um, comically induce Angle? Can you kind of 
give him a, no he, as a badass as as he, like a wrestling coach as a straight like, up manager like right. old school like like a Bobby Heenan like a Mr. Fuji ish kind or of or he's just a dick like he's just a straight up like like overprotective screaming dad at a baseball game okay like you gotta you know like just be like that but, I just don't want him to keep doing the you suck and and playing with it and and uh, he's uh, gonna though he's that's his gimmick and that's the way he was even when he was young in wrestling. Then you have the Balor Club, which, yeah. which I read that Gallows and Anderson are uh, out. That's why they have not been on TV, that they've wanted the WWE wanted to discuss a new contract. And they said, uh, tell us what you're going to do with us first. And then they probably didn't hear back from. Them and then they haven't been on TV since. <laughs> do but, you blame them? But you could have an awesome Balor Club with Finn Balor. Look how many people there are. Yep. With those two guys, and no, with, with Gallows and Anderson, Gallows, and then, Anderson, Finn Balor, and AJ Styles. and AJ Styles, and then you have that that you can easily break that up as we've discussed in the past. Now you have AJ Styles and Finn Balor wrestling. That's a great match. Um, upper management, which what you just said, like Vince's henchmen. You already have the New Day. You have Eric Young's Insanity Group. Okay, you have Bray Wyatt's family which, and and. Eric Young's thing, right? The, the insanity thing. I don't understand how that isn't getting like pushed. It, visually, it's f- look. It's better than the fucking Road Warriors light that they fucking put out there. Is that the one that they had with Jaraz? No, the, the the two schmucks that they have out now that are jobbers. Oh, oh, AOP. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever they are. Oh, sorry. That was three minute warning. Yeah. They should, yeah. Look wise, it they look perfect. You put you put Eric Young's NXT group versus Bray Wyatt's family, and you just create new people in the family. I mean, they still have the tall one, not Rowan, because he's with Daniel Bryan. Who's the other one? Rowan and Atkinson. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah Mr. Nah. Bean. Um. But you you just give him another guy yeah. from NXT that you know is kind of middling big, right big now. Big and Harry, yeah, that one, big that and one, that one the big guy fat they, guy no, that they have. No, the one guy they were supposed to push that they pulled back at the last minute with the big long fucking beard. Oh yeah, but I think he left. Oh, is that the one that left to? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Um, a new NWO, which I read the NWO is not in the Hall of Fame because they're holding it for next year. What's next year? The next year in oh, 2020 okay. gotcha. and that they're going to the nwo is going to get another run like the original like that hall nash right so why not just bring hogan back or Which... hall or nash or whatever and have them recruit even bring them back if you're going to bring them back because they're going to be in the hall of fame don't have them wrestle bring them back as the, the, talent the, scouts yeah for the next for the the new nwo who'd you throw in that i would put randy orton in that one i'd put orton i'd put elias you know because so there's your two tall guys and who's your um that this would be a perfect opportunity because what was the script before hulk hogan good guy good guy good john guy, cena good. or roman reigns Cena. I Cena is Hulk Hogan too. And just let him follow the path to leading a new NWO with Elias and that's 
I swear to God, we need to get all this shit like <laughs> copyright. I don't. We need lawyers involved. And you would think that the NWO would be the primary faction, and I would say no. You have Paul Heyman make a fucking we've a faction where if you keep Brock, okay, but if not, if Brock you, goes, you, you have okay. Let's let's do a super um, Heyman Heyman's family because I don't. You have to call it. You have to. I don't know. What do you call it? It's not a Heyman's guys. It's it's a Heyman family. Like you, you really lean on that whole Bobby the Brain Heenan thing. Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar. Are we counting people currently or yeah. people that would be perfect in it? How old are the perfect in it? CM Punk. <sighs> yeah, but now you have a Brock Lesnar, CM Punk, who's which, the head guy. It, and which and leads to lead a future it. feud. Mm. I I don't think Brock or CM Punk would be in it that in the WWE long enough for something like that to happen. But okay, I'll go with that. Okay, you got so that's three. You, you need, need a, another you, guy. You need a tag team, or you just need one more guy. Could you could you throw? Um, is AOP the the two stupid? The the ones that look like Rosie and fucking. They wear like the black military kind of yeah yeah gear. Okay, I mean that's. And you have them work their way up the tag division, but doing hardcore matches. And that's Paul Heyman's kind of extreme. ECW-ish kind of thing. Oh, you know, it would be perfect. A perfect manager for something like that. If you want to make it like a corporation-ish kind of thing, you bring back Bubba Ray. You bring back uh, the Dudley Boys kind of thing and go, you know, this this is... Bubba Ray would be better as a manager, I think, than Devon. Because Devon... Yeah. He's a trainer now, isn't he? I think he's one of the trainers. Devon's a trainer, I think, yeah. And Bubba Ray's just doing podcasts. And in the, he'll do independent wrestling when it comes. He'll he'll be a guy that they'll go after in AEW. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, then you have a SmackDown authority group led by Shane. Not the Mean Street Posse, but, you know, you bring something. That would be. Cause, all right, Dolph Ziggler, right? Wasn't, wasn't Dolph a, a Mean Street Posse? No. N- no? No, you're thinking of the cheerleading group. That's what Dolph was part of. Oh. Right. None of the Mean Street guys became wrestlers. Oh, they were just like they. Duds. I think they were legit fucking Shane's friends. It's okay. So you have Dolph Ziggler. You can throw in that group. Who else? Who's a Who's a Shane guy on, on SmackDown? There aren't many because he's the heel now. Who Shane? Yeah. Yeah, him and the Miz. Are, but it doesn't matter. You could just have him go up and be like. You can have him go around recruiting guys and being like, "I'm Shane McMahon. I run the show. Do you want your match?" Do you want to have a match here? Because I want you on my team. And if I'd you like, don't want to be on my team, I'll make your life a living hell. I, I'd like to make SmackDown different than Raw. If yeah. You kind of get, like, you, you, you can use the same cookie cutter, but it's got to be different in SmackDown. That, that's that's then, my only. And then you brought up the European thing. Well, we have a group of European guys. You take Drew McIntyre. Then you have Sheamus and Cesaro as your tag team. You have Becky as your the man. The Speak, man. Speaking of the man, there's a Funko Pop of Becky Lynch with the man on the T-shirt. Comes out in August. Guess who fucking pre-ordered oh, sure it today? Of course you did. You have a fucking issue. That Jack Gallagher. Is is Jack Gallagher the one with the um the handlebar mustache? Yeah, he's the one with the umbrella thing yeah. too, right? <laughs> you have him in there as like a a cruiser weight or yeah, like the yeah. European champion, and then you have Paige as the manager. Uh, how 
How in bad shape is Paige that she could possibly uh, take a bump? I don't think. No, but you're not you're a just, bump, but like. Yeah, but I mean, she's probably smart enough to take it in a way <laughs> <laughs> we've all seen. Um, she's probably smart enough to take that bump in a way that it's not going to affect her back or whatever. Yes. Like if she came off the apron, you know, she's going to fall to her feet first. Yeah. And, I got you. Yeah. They need to bring back an authority figure like Vince is doing now. With a group of wrestlers that'll do his bidding. A Triple H. A Triple H, yeah. No, meaning Triple H is your new your new Vince McMahon. Well, he's going to be the Vince McMahon on Raw. Mm-hmm. You know, to build an Austin-type wrestler that's going to go against the authority. Kind of like what they're doing with Becky and Ronda against Stephanie. And right now it's The Miz versus Shane. And I guess you could say Batista versus Triple H. But it's you're not building anything. All other than Becky, they definitely have built Becky during this. The Miz didn't need it, but they're just utilizing the Miz's. Like use overall. it to build up yeah. a guy like a Finn Balor right now. Who's I just I middling. You know how we talk about this at, at nauseum, so to speak, uh, with wrestling and stuff. The WWE is too big. It's too many people. You need to break it up to where. There's a WCW and ECW. There needs they to be that. That's not going to work. And they need to have they need to have more backstage shit. Not to say that this is a perfect plan, but it's damn good. And it's damn good if you have, if it's spread out enough where it's its own entity. And yeah, you have your crossover shit because it's the same umbrella. But you have it's just you need it. Yeah, you need AEW to be good. Yeah, and I just heard recently that TNA signed up with Ohio, Ohio Valley Wrestling to be their like minor leagues to train people. So people are saying, "Well, TNA fucking sucks and it blows," or Impact, whatever. If they sign one of these things that the WWE used to have as their breeding ground for for characters and stuff, sure, fuck yeah, it's starting to wrestling is I think starting to swing back where T- the problem with TNA is. What channel is it on? Exactly. In the, like, pa- in the past two years, I think they've been on like three different ones. It was and on like the American Destination channel for a while. It's been on channels that we just, you don't have on your local cable. Or, or you don't or even satellite. know they exist. Yeah. I mean, but, at a certain point, they're going to end up being like on a pride channel because that's the only thing that they can get picked up on. And then what's AEW going to be on? Somebody needs to be smart enough to do an all online thing. Where you, it's it's a little bit of a subscription kind of base, like a WWE network, they, but it's all they they need to get a television audience before they can go and do that. Do you all right, TNA or AEW? Who has a better chance of surviving? At, at, no, at getting that that broad TV deal. AEW, because it's just now it's like a tidal wave right now that it's it's coming over. And they TNA. have the guy that has the money in the background to fucking yeah the throw it. owner of the. Jacksonville Jaguars in the NFL. Yeah. If that doesn't tell you much. Like, I don't want to say maybe if you could, you don't want to put them on something like UPN or Channel Fox. 11, PIX. I don't think Fox want no, because Fox, the WWE is going to Fox. Oh, the SmackDown's going there, right? Yeah, after the USA. So Network you're going to have to go to a channel that, MSN, A, is going to allow them to push the line. And you, that's not going to be MSNBC because there's hockey and then there's fishing. Right. They're not. You're going to have to find <laughs> NASCAR somewhere where they can go 
and push the line, but at the same time, get a national audience. And they had it with like with is TBS. Spike. Does TBS want that? It's the old regime of AOL and Time Warner and and what's and Billionaire Ted. That's all I, gone. I don't want to see them. Like in theory, it would be great if they were on the what the fuck is that Impractical Jokers channel? What, Discovery? No, it's whatever. It's channel fifty-eight or whatever on my cable. But if they were on that channel, would it be good for them? Maybe. But I don't think that, I mean, they let fucking Impractical Jokers push, push the limit push by limit. saying shit and stuff on TV. So essentially you'd have Impractical Jokers either leading into wrestling or wrestling leading into Impractical Jokers. And then you do crossovers. I, I, I get it. You don't the, want to. David Arquette-ish kind of feeling. No, 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 no. You just have them do their fucking punishments or whatever. As a wrestling thing. Which they've done with Tommy yeah. Dreamer's House of Hardcore and stuff. Mm. And... Like I said, like you need more backstage things, the, better better interviews, better interview sections, not just with with the back of an arena with funny, chairs and tables. Funny, you need funny things. Like I think back when I first started, I guess rewatching wrestling. You know, why did Val Venus get over? It wasn't because he was a good wrestler. It wasn't because he had great moves or anything like that. He had a funny gimmick that they exploited the shit. They pushed the line with it. Even with the uh, with the Taka's fucking, they're going to cut off his mm-hmm. and backstage. Like, did they push the line? Yeah. Could they do that today? They could. They could. They just have to be more creative in creative, a humorous yeah. way. Look, let, let's talk about radio, right? Opie and Anthony. How they were raunchy enough, but they made it on regular radio. I know this is before all that kind of shit, but they made raunchy radio acceptable on regular radio because they were able to work around things. Just as an example, if you don't know, if you think about, right, not to be disgusting, but you think about somebody's butthole, right? What does it look like? It looks like a balloon knot. How how did it get over on radio? They called it a balloon knot. Right. Now, what the F? Yes. You know, like it's... there are, I think there are ways to be creative enough to push that line where you go, wow, ooh, you know, to get that viewership in. And that's exactly what they need. You know, like, they need the humor now to bring that back because that humor will get wrestlers over. Like, Elias is over because of his humor and his ability to make fun of people. Mm-hmm. John Cena, as much as people want to boo him, when he makes fun of people, yeah, it gets it. it and but, but what I'm finding now about Cena too, you can listen to him. You can tell it's scripted, and you can tell when he goes off script. Oh yeah, like there's there's no. But he's the la- He is one of the last guys that can go off script and that and can it. you can tell he's not just like like they gave him his bullet points. Hit these bullet points. He's he's like almost the last of a dying breed of. Mike Talkers. Yep. You have The Miz. You have Cena. The Miz gave a good promo yesterday. And to think, where did The Miz come from? Reality TV. <laughs> oh, the other good promo was Randy Orton and AJ. I guess they're having a match at WrestleMania last week. And the promo was talking about, like, Randy Orton made fun of him from being down south wrestling, which isn't real, and how he rips off moves and all that stuff. And AJ grabs the mic and goes, this coming from the guy who just does his own version of the diamond cutter. He goes, you want, and then he turned around, Randy Orton turned around and was like, 
oh yeah you want to talk about how i rip off things let's talk about your little group and he puts his hands up and goes, <laughs> isn't that sweet <laughs> good for them and they they were going that. it was but that's what it needs like yeah. bring the humor where you know what i'm a guy who watches wrestling and i know a little bit of the history i know, I know the reference I got and it. i know good what the job. reference is and if not i can turn around and explain like oh you get it the two sweet the nwo but it's also you know the click and it's also with the bullet club mm-hmm. as much crap as randy orton's got that was a good script that he did. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Ah, oh, the good old days. The good old days. Val Venus got circumcised. The, gl- <laughs> the glory days, you mean. Oh. Get it? <laughs> High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast, folks. You can get us anywhere on the internet. You can get us on Player FM, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes... The interwebs. You can go to hsskpod.com and pick your podcast player of choice. Subscribe. Let us know. We're on Twitter and Facebook, hsskpod.com. Hsskpod on Facebook and Twitter. On that hsskpod website, there's also a contact us page. Go ahead and let us know what you want us to talk about, what we were Vince, wrong with. Contact us, Vince. Vince. Oh, and by the way, hey, Gary Bettman. I don't care. Either one. It doesn't matter to me. How about both? Part-time deals. Sure. Sure. You know, work, you work four hours on one or four hours on the Look, other. I'll year. drive to Stanford. I, I, I can do it. If I leave at six in the morning, I could be there by like seven thirty, eight o'clock. If I take a train, I could probably get there at the same time. And you can be in that board meeting on a Monday. Easy. Like Absolutely. That. HSSKPod.com, your home for the perfect blend of hockey and pro wrestling. We talk about a lot of stuff. Next week, we're talking about fan-athlete interactions. Ooh. So. Very, very interesting. If you have something to add to it. Give us some value add. We will add value to it. We're also going to talk about 34 wrestlers that are not in the Hall of Fame that maybe should be. I can tell you fucking one of them, and her name is Miss Elizabeth. I hope she's on that list. But you can tune in next time. See ya. No, no, that's not us. No, that's not us. Wait, let's so be the man. You got no, no, no. no wait, hold it. You want to try that again? Um, woo. No, no. Self high. No, no, no. Um, toodles. <laughs>